Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name, Lord. We come to you this morning with all our challenges, our cares, our worries, with all the times we have broken your heart yesterday and the times before, with all our failures, with all our weaknesses, with all our imperfections. You call us Father and we come. We come to you to be with you to help all our weakness, Lord. For your word says when we are weak, it is your presence with us that makes us strong. And we acknowledge your presence in this prayer, Father. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. We worship your name. We ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We surrender all our faculties to you, our body, our soul, and our spirit. We bring them under your control. That every imperfection can be made perfect. Through this surrender, our obedience might be made perfect. And your will be done in our lives. We ask you to take over, Father. We trust in you, O Lord, with all our heart. We lean not on our own understanding that is limited, that is carnal and lacks wisdom. But we trust on the revelation that you grant us and that you pour us, the wisdom that you give us. And you said, let him who lacks wisdom ask. And we ask, Father, this morning for that wisdom. We thank you for the peace and for the joy that you pour in our hearts. And we share that with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. And we share it with all those that have no one to pray for them, with all those that are called Christians and yet have not had that encounter, that do not recognize you. And with all those that are living under lie, under false doctrine, under everything that is not from you, under ignorance, that their eyes be opened, that their hearts be opened to see you, to turn towards you, to know you. Even though they are away from you, yet they are still your inheritance, your children. Let every veil before their eyes be torn apart, Father. Let everything that keeps them deadened in the spirit be torn apart and cast out of the way. Quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name. They shall be made alive in the spirit. They shall see you, know you, and turn towards you. And as we pray this morning, we call on your name. The name of our Father, the name of our Maker, the name of our King, the name of the Rock of Ages who is unmoved and is unchangeable, 
who has loved us with an everlasting love. Everlasting, that never ends. And yet we doubt you sometimes, Father. Because you say we are loved and we don't see it. I don't feel a thing. And yet you are there. In the worst of our challenges. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who gave of his everything. Sacrificed his life. The last drop of his blood. That we might be saved. The one who taught us faith. The one who taught us how to pray. The one who taught us to call God our father. The one who showed us by demonstrating through his own life how we could build and have that relationship with God the Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the one that heals our backsliding, the one that grants us revelation, the father of light who hovers over every dark situation, taking the spoken word and bringing about creation, a new beginning into existence. We thank you, Lord, that you are here with us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. And through your word and through faith, you show us how to activate and use those gifts. We thank you, Father, that you have given us the power of that word, that we are able to speak it. We thank you for the gift of prayer, as simple as it looks and yet so powerful, that we are able to communicate with you at any time. And we pray in the spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with a roof over our head, with food on our table. You have blessed us with health and strength, with family and friends, with angels and destiny help us. You provide for all our needs through your divine providence, through your supply. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to pray every morning, to talk to you. We don't just raise our hands up in petition, but we have our conversation. We build our relationship with you. We thank you, Lord, that it all lies in that relationship. Where your word in Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Almighty shall remain under his shadow. We thank you, Father. As we get into our reflection, we look at yesterday's reflection where We reflected on God calling us back to him at the start of Advent. He wants us to return back to our first love. What he had in mind when he created Adam. And today we looked at, we look at one aspect of that love, the name Emmanuel. That name given to him in the prophecy of Isaiah. Isaiah 7 verse 14 says, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, a name which means God with us. God is with us. 
And this was fulfilled in Matthew 1 verse 23. The name given to him in the original Hebrew language is Yeshua, which later through Roman passing through uh, Greek alphabet and the Romans uh, rewriting it in Latin was changed to Jesus. And that name Yeshua means to deliver, to rescue. Truly God not only with us, but for us he came. John 1 verse 1 says in the beginning, the word was with, one, word was with God. And then by John 1.14, the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The Bible speaks about God being with us throughout. From being with God to becoming flesh and being with us. And I shall just quote a few of those. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 says, He goes with us and will not forsake us. And Joshua 1 verse 9 and Hebrews 13 verse 5. So Old Testament and New Testament reconfirm the exact same thing which was said in Deuteronomy 31 verse 6. He shall not forsake us. Zephaniah 3 verse 17 says he is in our midst. And we see that in Psalms as well where it talks about the Holy One of Israel that dwells in the midst of his people. John 3 verse 16 tells of his unparalleled love for us. That he gave of his everything and held nothing back. Such is his love. And he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. So it's not just unending, but it's also everlasting. Unending in its volume and everlasting in terms of time. And there are many more verses in Psalms as well. But Emmanuel doesn't just end with Jesus' birth or his ministry. In John 14, verse 16, he said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. So he knew that when his physical life was coming to an end, he needed to have a mechanism in place whereby that word Emmanuel or God with us remains forever. So in John 14, verse 16, you see, he says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Yes, God with you forever. The spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit. And he made his dwelling place in our body. We see that in 1 Corinthians 6.19. Tabernacled within our hearts. So when God was to give us a sign, which was the prophecy, he meant to give us the word and the spirit. The secret to his power that we might walk in the same power as God when he is with us. A union of his word and his spirit, the spoken word and the spirit that executes it. And he gave us a hint in John 15 verse 7 where Jesus said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. It didn't say you will do it. It shall be done. 
that will be taken care of. But what does Emmanuel really mean to you individually, personally? He asked you that question today. Who do you say I am? And what do you value in this relationship? Behold, I stand knocking at the door of your heart. And this is Revelation 3.20. And if you hear my voice and heed to my call, opening your heart to me, I will come in and I will dine with you. That is, I will share my joy and my peace with you. I shall enter not only your heart, but your life and your home. I will share my joy, my peace and my abundance with you that your joy be made full. And we see that referenced in John 15 verse 11 as well. The bottom line is that you will be restored. Which is what he said in John 10, 10, where he said, I came that you might have abundance. He was speaking of that restoration, that abundance that was stolen from Adam. The question is, are you willing to open your heart to him this Advent season? God has said, come. And Revelations 22 verse 17 speaks of the Holy Spirit and the bride, which is the church of believers saying, come. And let the one who hears say, come. And let the one who is thirsty come. And let the one who wishes take and drink the water of life without cost. That is the opportunity to have God with you. Emmanuel. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each reflect on our own personal relationship with you. And in all the areas of our life where we are lacking in that relationship, where we are still inclined towards everything else that is not of you. Help us open our hearts. Help us open that part of our life to you and say, come. Come and fill us. Help us welcome Jesus into every aspect of our lives, our relationship, our family, with our husbands, wives, <clears throat> excuse me, with parents, with children, with our friends. Help us reflect on every part of that life that, is, that has turned sour for whatever reason, where things have not worked out, where there is hurt, there is pain, where there is unforgiveness. Where we seem to turn away from you and yet you say, come. Quicken us, O Father, that we shall call on your name and through your anointing, let there be that transformation in our lives this season. You call us and we come. And as we pray for that growth in the spirit, we also pray for our physical 
and our temporal needs. Those of our families, those of our prayer group, every request that has been mentioned on our prayer group. Especially for those that are battling sickness and disease. All those that are hospitalized, all those that will undergo surgery. All those that are battling a life-threatening uphill challenge this day. We bring them all and surrender them to your care, Father. In all those that are, are feeling unloved, that are feeling lost, that are asking that question of you, Father, where are you? In all my pain, in all my suffering, in everything that I am going through today, where are you? Where we do not see your hand at work. We raise each of these, our brothers and our sisters, up to you, Father. For they are who you say they are. Irrespective of the circumstance that they are stuck in. And we ask, Father, for your, not only your anointing, but your love to cover them. We cover them in the precious blood of Jesus. That they are able to feel the extent of his sacrifice and his love. That we are able to feel and know, not only through faith, but also in our hearts, in our thoughts. And through your word where you teach us and you tell us all about yourself. That we might know you more. Know your love. And experience that transformation in our spirits. That brings about a change in their lives as well. Father, as we raise them to the altar of our prayer. We stand on our priesthood and we hold on to the horns of your tabernacle. There must be a transformation and it must happen today. Your book records, your word records that no one that was ever held at the horns of your tabernacle perished. We stand on that evidence. We stand on that your will, Father. We stand on your mercy. We pray in a special way also for all families. Every family of this prayer group, Father, the praying family that prays together, stays together. We stand united in our faith. And we cover every single family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We declare it as our hedge of defense, our covering, our shield. You are our strength, Lord. That every noise and pestilence, including COVID, kept outside this hedge. That every attack, seen or unseen, must stop here. And inside the hedge, everyone that is included in their Father, covered by your mercy, covered by your grace, covered by your favor, that there is healing, that there is strength, that there is renewal, that there is rebuilding.
we pray also in a special way for all those that are battling any kind of strongholds in their lives where they seem to be helpless to change their circumstance especially those that are praying those that are battling joblessness poverty challenges in their finances those that are battling addictions those that are battling all kinds of compulsive behaviors fits of rage we cover them in your precious blood lord anxiety and depression we come against all of these bondages in your name of jesus father we rebuke we curse and we bind every such spirit in the name of jesus we declare every such chain broken and we cast the spirit behind them that spirit of iniquity out of these lives out of their homes we command them never to return to these the children of the father's inheritance under the authority of the name of jesus and they will obey for all those that are seeking new opportunities a new beginning in their lives a new job father we activate the angels whom you have given charge over them and under the authority of the name of jesus as the voice of the word in his name we dispatch these angels their destiny helpers to go forth and to connect these your children with the opportunities that you have made available to them in the spirit we also pray for our own families for our friends and especially all those that have not yet received the baptism of the spirit that have not yet received the gift of salvation of eternal life that do not know you that have not had that encounter with you that brings transformation that awakens their spirit quicken them oh father call out to them and they shall come to you these are those whom you have given us and just as jesus said father we say the same we shall lose none we ask for that strength as well the boldness on our part and obedience to your will and your word that we might be that ministry of Jesus in their lives that we might be that vessel through which your spirit pours into them we ask for that strengthening that filling in our lives as well lord we now connect with you in our spirit praying in the gift you have given us the gift of tongues knowing that you pray with us and when we make this our prayer of agreement with each other and with you and release it in faith in the spirit that prayer must be an answered prayer this is our faith father and we now release it as we pray in the spirit i encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in those that do not yet have the gift we shall pray for that gift but i encourage you to please take a step of faith to unmute and to release your tongue and to speak so that when you start speaking the holy spirit can take over
Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've been given today is Romans 5, 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have obtained access to this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in our hope of sharing the glory of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
we have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. And this is from 1 Peter 2, verses 1 to 3, where it is written, Get rid of your feelings of hatred. Don't just pretend to be good. Be done with dishonesty and jealousy. And talking about others behind their backs. Now that you realize how kind the Lord has been to you, put away all evil, deception, envy, and fraud. Long to grow up into the fullness of your salvation. Cry for this as a baby cries for milk. And another one that is shared is from Psalms 119, verse 9, where it is written, How can a young man keep his way pure? By guarding it according to your word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If anyone else is receiving any message from the Spirit, I encourage you to please unmute and speak up. Before we conclude, this also a heads up on our topic for this Friday's Bible study session. This will be the first of a six-part series, a new series that is that will start this week and will go in through the new year. The topic is called the 12 steps to a good year. The 12 steps to a good year, which is a six-part series. We will learn in this series to equip ourselves to appropriate the fullness of God's provision and blessings in the year that lies ahead. We will also learn the need to make the right resolutions. And we will see how all of that is scriptural. We shall share details on this topic and links for people to join on Zoom and YouTube on our WhatsApp group later this morning. Please share that with friends and family and invite them to come and join in this session. It's more of receiving his presence. And then all that word starts to come alive and makes sense. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be multiplied in each of our lives this day along with his favor so that as we live our testimony and as we become, as we are blessed, let us also in turn become a blessing carrying the gospel out to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Tuesday, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Bless everyone.
Thank you. Thank you, Russell. God bless all.